Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Shore Store. I'm still Justine, and today I'm joined by one of my favorite people ever, uh, friend of every podcast ever, and uh, my pretty much my honorary co-host, Julie. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk about this crazy episode. I mean, the good old days of reality TV, Floribama Shore season two. Floribama, oh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I uh, I have a bajillion thoughts about this, so I can't wait. Okay, before we start talking about Floribama, of course, I, there's like, I have to bring up another show, right? I can't just ever okay. get into like what I'm my podcast is about. But okay, uh, so I started watching that show Too Large on Discovery yes. Plus. I watched the first two episodes because the first episode is, of course, the girls from Thousand Pound Best Friends. So I was like, right. Need to know their story. Second episode was incredible. Corey, I was sobbing by the end of it. Corey was the star for sure. The sure, the absolute star of. I they should have given Corey his own show. That is a show I would have really enjoyed. I agree with that, and I looked him up. He has lost so much fucking weight. He looks so really? good. Okay, I'm going to look him up, too. Did you find him on Instagram? Yeah, I just Googled, like, Corey oh Too Large Instagram, and he came up. Oh, my gosh. That's so exciting. Okay, I'm going to look that up, too. I thought he was so funny. I loved watching his episode. Yeah, he was hysterical. Dr. Proctor is a daddy. Oh, yes. <laughs> or He's a hottie. My favorite part was when he met up with the guy for the date. And uh, and he was like doing his like talking head or whatever to the camera. And he's like, that man is attractive. Now, I would have sexual relations with that man. <laughs> he's very funny. And I thought their date was cute, too. Yeah, That was a cute little date. I agree. The guy's face, though, when he told him that he weighed over 600 pounds, he was like, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, his Instagram is Queen Phelps. Q W E E N Phelps. And doesn't this thing say like <laughs> all you skinny bitches, I'm coming for you or something? Or like used to be a fat bitch, now I'm a skinny bitch or something like that. Bad bitch, body positive bitch, queer bitch, Britney's bitch. He's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love it. Yeah, he has lost a lot of weight. Good for him because we never see I feel like we're never seeing any success stories on this show anymore. On these types of shows anymore. Okay, so that leads me to what I wanted to ask you. Is too large? Are they all success stories? Because I've only seen the two episodes, mm -hmm. but that kind of seems to be the theme. So too large first came out like a handful of months ago on Discovery Plus. I watched it as soon as it came out. And I can't quite remember if they were all. I definitely think that these people seemed like they wanted the surgery more. Mm -hmm than what we've been seeing on 600 pound life i remember that but i don't know if they were all success stories and there's only six episodes for the first season yeah i'm surprised you didn't watch this when it first came out but you probably didn't have discovery plus then because no, discovery plus is fairly new to canada so yeah, yeah. okay 
All right, cool. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it. I got a couple 600-pound life episodes I got to watch now that we've been talking yes, about. Yes, you stuff. do. <laughs> you do have a couple of episodes to watch. I got to watch the woman with the beard and the brand new nice acrylic nails. So you have time to get I your have nails to watch. done, but you can't you know, get your facial I hair know. taken care of. I have to watch the bearded one. Uh, I don't know if I ever saw. I feel like I would have remembered that episode. But somebody posted about it in one of the 600 Pound Life groups I'm on on Facebook. And um, I was like, wow, I figured I would remember something like that. But people are in the comments saying like, oh, they have PCOS, blah, blah, blah. I used to have PCOS. I, mm, I don't know if I still do since I've lost weight. But I was so lucky not to get the body hair portion of it because a lot of women with PCOS will get that type of facial hair and uh, also body hair just in general. And I never got that. Thank God. But I can imagine that would be so difficult to deal with. That was a lot, though. Like from the picture, it looked like she got a little bit of hair, shaved it off, and then it grew back like the the four o'clock shadow was there, you know? Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I'd be waxing like every day. But I guess if you're just in bed and nobody's there to see you or care. Oh, I know. But I'm pretty sure she was married, though. Of course, they always are. They're always they're married. married. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I understand that they obviously don't give a fuck what they look like on TV because they're doing the, that show. But if I were if I had a reality TV crew coming into my house, I would I'd be doing everything. Whatever you could. Head yeah. to toe. Uh, <laughs> Whatever you could. And I have you ever seen an episode of Night of um, 90 Day Fiance, 600 Pound Life, where they don't do a shower scene at the beginning? Because I know we talked about how people yes. will get an extra, like, extra money for it. But I didn't know if it was a requirement to do the show. Lisa, who was, like, this past season who I messaged you about, um, mm-hmm. it, she, she didn't have a shower scene in hers. Was that the one that was just the last episode or something? I, I think there, like I think an episode aired last night, but last week's episode, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even realize that. Okay. I wonder if she was just physically incapable of showering. She was completely be bedbound. She couldn't, she yeah. couldn't, she okay. quote unquote couldn't get out of bed at all. Like Dr. Now kept, because yeah. obviously she was doing like a video chat and Dr. Now kept asking her like, can you at least swing your legs over the bed? And she's like, no. But it's like, I doubt she even tried to, so. She never tried. Yeah, she did not. She had zero desire whatsoever to improve her life. She's perfectly fine the way she is, in her opinion. That woman gave me nightmares. She was awful. She was such a mean-ass bitch. It it wouldn't have taken me as long to cut her off. I would have been done with her very quickly if I was a doctor I couldn't be a doctor because I would just tell people like look if you don't want to do this if you'd rather just die in your bed alone um okay I'm not nice like doctor the doctor in thousand pound sisters that like traveled to Tammy to oh, try to convince her to save her own life he was Fuck holding that. his breath in that house he was like oh, oh god, god can you imagine he's giving me the big check for being here See, but Tammy's house seems cleaner than Amy's house from what I've seen. I'm not sure. Tammy's house is just looks just as bad but to me because it's probably just Tammy. That she smells. has all of her stuff from her kitchen cabinets, like uh, all just like 
in arm's reach of her at all times like all of her sauces and stuff like that so it just maybe yeah, it just so she looks, doesn't have to go anywhere because yeah, she can't like <laughs> physically get it so i don't know um i don't know what i was gonna say but i would just never travel to beg someone to save their own life i'd be like look if you want to do this i'm here for you i will help you i'll do whatever but if you have no desire to improve your life and you're fine the way you are, not being able to take care of yourself or enjoy a life at all, and you're cool with dying by the time you're 40, then fine. That's your choice to make. I, yeah, I could never be a doctor or a nurse. I'm, I'm not nice enough. It's like, uh, you know, Vanessa from Thousand Pound Best Friends on her episode of Too Large, there was a scene where... Um, she, you know, she hadn't lost any weight or whatever. And she was in the car, cr- like on FaceTime with Dr. Proctor crying and being like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's like, why are you apologizing to me? Like, this has no effect on my life whatsoever. You should be apologizing to yourself, you know? Well, and I understand why people feel helpless. I've definitely felt that way being at my high weight of 240 for 10 years. Every time I felt like I was going to do a diet or something, I felt so hopeless that I couldn't do it. I wasn't strong enough. I had no willpower. But once I went to my consultation for my weight loss surgery, I was so excited to have hope that I could lose the weight and have a better life that I would have done anything. Like before I even had my surgery, I had to do a complete liquid diet for a week. I could not eat any food for a week. That was so fucking hard. It was probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, And probably most of it was mental. But the first couple days I felt so sick. And but after that, after that, I had so much energy and I was so excited. I would have done anything to get to that surgery, just knowing what my future could be. And that's what blows my mind with these people that are super morbidly obese that don't have that have it right in front of them. Here's your opportunity of a lifetime. We're going to do this. We're going to do it for free. Um, I saw the bill for the hospital uh, from the hospital after my surgery and my surgery, if I didn't have insurance, would have cost $40,000. And that's not even including the the overnight hospital stay. It's just the surgery itself. So like to be given that opportunity to have a free surgery and have a doctor that will take care of you and know that you could have an amazing life on the other side of your misery blows my mind that these people aren't willing to make any effort to get there. I know crazy it's or that vanessa chick she she blew me away too because she goes oh i'm on food stamps you know eating healthy is hard when you don't have a lot of money which is 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 and isn't true but then the thing about her was that she ended up scraping enough money to hit the drive through and order five different mm-hmm. combos and it's like yeah it, it's, Here's it's like the a crackhead always stamps. has crack you know it's like they never have money but they always find a way to get crack it's same with the, same yeah. with a food addict they always find a way to get kfc you know well here's the thing about food stamps is um i legitimately believe that the people on food stamps spend more money on groceries than people who don't have food stamps absolutely so when my biological mom She's been on food stamps like forever, mm-hmm. but it was her, my little sister and my little brother that lived with her. Three people. She was getting like $900 a month in food stamps. And that was 10 years ago. Tell me the last time you have spent $900 in a month on groceries. So to say that you can't, 
eat healthy on $900 in a month is total and complete fucking bullshit. It is total bullshit. People get hundreds upon hundreds of dollars in food stamps every month. And I just think back to when I was 19, 20 and I had a baby and I literally had like 35 to $40 a week was my budget for groceries. And I would go to the grocery store that I was called Fresh and Easy. And um, what they did is they sold stuff like individually a lot. So like you could buy like one potato, you could buy one, you know, ear of corn. It, everything was small. It was like the opposite of a Costco or something. And I would be able to feed myself and my kid for an entire week on like $35. So to say that you can't like eat anything healthy on hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month, it's just a, another excuse. Mm-hmm. It's just another lie. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm rooting for her and I wish her all the best, but she seems to be one of those people that just like makes excuse after excuse. And I don't know, but I like that show so far and I'm excited to see what happens. She seems like another Tammy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I do want to see the other women be successful. I love the success stories. I want to see more of them. I agree. Okay, speaking of uh, success stories, let's talk about uh, season two, episode five, more than a boo thing. And I say, where was there, and I say success where was there stories success because in we that? open up the episode <laughs> and the first shot, Jeremiah's like stretching and it's like this back angle. And that my first note was Jeremiah's back muscles. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly my thought too. And I was at the gym and I was watching it. But here's my first thought was holy shit his back looks amazing and my second thought was I have to ask Justine if it is possible to get a body like that without steroids it's not possible right I mean I guess it depends on who you ask because I mean it is but you would have to have like such a strict diet like such a strict diet to look like that because and they drink a lot, so it's. I mean, but that's Jeremiah. A lot of calories one thing too. I will say about him is, I know I always notice when I watch these episodes, whenever they like go to a restaurant or something. Like I noticed this because I was rewatching the episodes where they went to Mexico, and they're all at a restaurant, and they all have these huge like sugary frozen margaritas, and Jeremiah just like has a shot of vodka. So. I, I mean, he's on steroids, though, No, Jeremiah, right? like, no, he has Jeremiah, 100%. You know, season three, Jeremiah's, like, in the middle of a roid cycle. Like, he's loses okay. his shit in every episode, and you can notice his okay. back knee so much. Oh, yeah, I forgot that's, like, a telltale sign. Sometimes in here, you can see it, too, like, under his pecs and stuff. I'm, like, I'm, like, pointing to under my boobs. Like, she doesn't know what a pec is. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I mean, but it it is possible, though, to achieve a similar look without it because there are bodybuilding competitions that do drug test for steroids. Oh... I know she really and it was so funny too because the way that she was talking to Candace the last episode was like babying her like come on Candace because 
you know, Nilsa thought that she was going to win and that Candace was going to uh-huh. get like the, uh, you know, the appreciation trophy. And it was the other way mm-hmm. around. Candace placed and Nilsa didn't. And she lost her shit. You could tell she was so embarrassed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's so into her looks. I think she's a very insecure person. Yeah. On the inside. Um, but here's another thing that bothers me when it comes to pageants and placement and stuff. It is so fucking annoying when I hear someone say second runner-up, first runner-up. That's fucking second place and third place. That's what a runner-up is. Mm -hmm. Don't call it second. I got second runner-up. No, you got third place. Yeah. But I know that's what they call it in the competitions and the pageants and stuff. I just think it's so stupid. Yeah, it is. Um, Yeah, that that was funny. I don't know. Good for Candace. I was happy for her that she... She looks she amazing. Placed. She she deserved yeah. it. And I I don't know. I, I said this in my episode last time too, um, that I think Candace has a better body than Nilsa. Candace is like She's a ripped. great body. Yeah, she's very fit. Nilsa's more like curvy, mm-hmm. um, like a just a naturally well, not naturally, but like a sexy body. But can uh Candace is fit. There's a difference definitely in their two bodies. Yeah. They both looked amazing. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, okay, so they get this job at Shore Dogs, which it always bugs me in these shows, the working aspect of it. I just, season, yeah, why season one of Jersey Shore, I understand. Season one of yeah. Floribam, I understand. But then after that, you're like watching them be famous people, and it's like, it's like there's no point. I don't know. But why do they, like, I think they do that in the real world, too. Don't they make them always have a job? yeah. I don't know why they're thinking that they need a job. It's not like they're spending their own money at the club. Yeah, exactly. Well, season production's s- paying for everything. Season one of Jersey Shore, they actually did. They didn't make any money from the show. They only made what they made from the show. But the, the show, show didn't pay for their drinks and stuff. Not in season one. Whoa, that's crazy. I'd be. I would not be happy about that. They were only making like around two hundred dollars a week from the Shore store. Oh my god. Yeah. And how were they buying drinks and stuff? Maybe the maybe the um, clubs and stuff were letting them drink for free because they were on TV from like on MTV. from like um, money that they like brought from home, like had from home and stuff like that. Um, That's crazy. I know. So shout out to Shore Dogs. Shout out to Kevin from Shore Dogs because he's a follower <laughs> of the pod. So, oh really? Yeah. How cool? Um, my question for you is: Do you? I mean. I feel like every state is probably different, but is there some sort of like certificate that you guys need to have to serve liquor as, as um, like a it depends. or whatever? <clears throat> it depends on the state. Cause like in Nevada, you have to have a liquor. Uh, oh God, what's it called? It's called like a food service card or something where you have to do this little class and it'll be questions like when should you stop serving alcohol? Um, temperatures that you serve food at and stuff like that you have to take like a couple hours of a class and then you get your card um but in colorado i didn't have to do anything like that and i serve liquor and food and all kinds of stuff and i didn't have to do anything so it must just depend on your on the state that you're in okay because we have that too like the food handling certificate but i feel like that's more for like cooks and stuff like that and then we have here, at least in Ontario, called the Smart Serve, and it's the you need it to legally work 
to serve alcohol or to like work okay. at a liquor store, anything here. So that was the easiest thing I've ever done. It's like, should you drink and drive? Yes, A, B, no. It's like, how do you know if someone's drunk? A, they're talking a lot or or very little. Uh, B, they smell like alcohol. C, they're slurring their words. D, all of the above. Like the questions oh were God. so, it was the most pointless Should thing. you or should you not check IDs before you serve alcohol? Yeah, it's like, how do you know if yeah. someone's underage? Uh, A, they know exactly what they want. B, they are confused over what type of drink they want. You know, like, it's oh, so please. stupid. Oh, please. That's so funny. Such a money grab. Okay. But um, I needed oh, yeah. that. You need that to work here legally serving. So I was just wondering if, like, so I'm like, oh, they're serving alcohol at this hot dog place, too. So, like, whatever. Yeah, I totally forgot about that because I haven't done that in, like, 10 years or so. But you do have to have it in p- some places in Vegas. But never had to do it here. So I'm glad because I hate shit like that. It's so boring. You have to go somewhere and sit there for two hours and then take a dumb test like what you were just saying. Pay your $50. It's awful. Oh. You're totally right, though. It's a money grab because everything they're teaching you is common sense. But I guess people are stupid enough that they need classes like that. Oh, when I worked at the tanning salon, I had to get my smart tan certificate. And the tanning salon paid for it. <laughs> and like now I have it if I ever want to work in tanning again. But like, what does that even mean? It was actually so fucking hard. It was like a whole course that took me like four hours to do online. What? You have to learn about like the dangers of tanning and like, you know, pe- people's different skin types <sighs> and how they Man. take to the sun and how long you should put a new tanner in a tanning bed for and what level and. Also, you can go make minimum wage at the tanning bed. Literally, <laughs> the tanning salon. Literally, and it's they don't they don't pay anything. How the funny. only well, you can, you do you can make a lot of money because you can make commission oh, really? off like selling oh commission lotions on lotions and stuff, and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, it was all it right. was a lot, and it's like you know, and you have to read about all like the legal crap about skin cancer and all that stuff. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm one of those weirdos that still likes to be in a tanning bed honestly there's nothing like it so bad it's you feel so So bad good after it's like i know and i love using the the tingle lotion and you just smell you're just hot and you smell good afterwards and you tan so fast i love it uh but i definitely do it a lot less than i used to just because i'm lazy really and you should cover take, your face when you're in the tanning bed with like a towel. I okay, do. Because yeah, it's like so bad well, for your skin. I do like half the time because my face tans so fast. It's probably the fastest thing to tan. And then I'll get a bunch of freckles and stuff. So um, usually like every like I'll tan with my face out and then the next two times I'll cover my face. So it just depends on how dark my face is because my my face gets so dark. And then it takes forever for my legs to get dark. Oh, legs are but like the hardest thing to tan, I swear. That's why they have so many I lotions that are like strictly for your legs. Snooki actually makes a really oh, good I even lotion know that. that's strictly for your legs. I didn't even know that. I didn't know there were specific ones for your legs. Yeah. If your place I, sells I Snooki wish... lotion, check that out because that one's like really good. They don't sell any lotion because I do it at the gym. Oh, they have okay. a stand-up booth. Yeah. Because so like for $40 a month, I get my gym membership, um, unlimited tanning, unlimited massage chair. Like I get everything for 40 bucks a month. Yeah. I need to move to friggin Colorado. 
<laughs> and it was even cheaper when I lived uh, closer to a Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness actually had the Planet Fitness that I used to go to in Parker was so nice. They had like six different beds and they had the water massage chairs and the water massage beds and all kinds of stuff. And that was $20 a month for the premium membership. Whoa, so cheap. And what I... I know. And when I went to the um, actual tanning salon, I was paying like $110 a month for um, like a medium tanning bed, like a level two or something. Oh, tanning is so expensive. Like it's so there expensive. were people who would come in who would come in every single day and they had like the package where you got like unlimited everything and they would pay for, oh my God. They would pay for like the most expensive lotions, like the $200 lotions. And like, it's mm-hmm. insane. It's like, this is, it's an, it's a, it's an addictive thing. It really is. That's why gyms started getting their own tanning because it was such a big perk to a membership. I do. I hate the stand-up bed, though. I want to lay in or a stand-up booth. I love to lay in the bed and relax. So that kind of sucks. But it doesn't suck enough for me to go spend another $100 to lay in a bed. I agree with that. Um, I The only time I like the stand-up is if you just did a spray tan and you just like want it to dry really quick and you go in the stand up for like five minutes after. But even when I do the double dip, I prefer to do the lay down bed first with the double dip lotion and then do the spray tan because it like seeps into your skin. And for me, that's like, oh my God, I like freaking want to go to the tanning salon now. The only thing about the bed is that you have to like lift your butt cheeks so you don't get the lines under your butt. And then you have to, sometimes I would like roll over so that I could get under my boobs. And I don't know, you kind of have to strategically place things. But I do, I love the bed so much more than the booth. But again, I'm cheap, so I'm going to keep using the booth. I agree. One day I'll have a tanning bed in my house. Like Polly, no, you never will because you're smart enough not to do that. <laughs> now that's why you that's why you uh, use tan or get spray tans instead. Yeah, I've been doing because you're smarter. I've been doing the self tanner thing lately too, but the, it's just like so much work to do it every week. Like now, I it's know. I can when I got out of the shower today, I noticed it was like coming off of me. I'm like, oh, now I have to exfoliate and put it on again, mm-hmm. you know. And I just I yeah, hate the I, day when you're like waiting for the color to develop and you smell really weird and you feel really sticky. It's ugh. and then you're worried that it's like coming off on your sheets. It's gonna ruin your bedding. It's gonna ruin your clothes. Like I only self tanned like a few times and I was like this is not for me because I use exfoliating gloves in the shower every day and I don't like to not exfoliate every day so that just doesn't work for me it does not work everything just rinses right off of you and it's like staining things and it's splotchy or your elbows look weird your knees look it's not for me yeah I guess I'll just take the skin cancer instead Jesus (laughs) (sighs) At least I'll be tan in my coffin. Um, when po- when Polly D was on the Full Send podcast, because he was talking about how he still like tans in a tanning bed all the time. I think Polly D has a tanning bed and a spray tan in his house, which is fucking sweet. But um, they yeah. were like, aren't you afraid of getting skin cancer? Because you've been like tanning for like, you know, over 30 years or whatever now. And he's oh, like, Jesus. he's like, nah, he's just like, so casual. He's like, nah, not worried. Well, and that Italian skin is more resilient, I think. Um, oh, what was I just going to say? Oh, remember? I remember when Britney Spears had a tanning bed on her tour bus. Do you remember seeing where she, she gave like a a little tour of her tour bus on MTV or something? 
years and years ago and she had a tanning bed on her tour bus oh my god that that seems so dangerous though if the bus is moving and yeah it's fine well i don't know if you would be tanning while the bus is moving maybe when it stops for the night i always think about remember and i know what you did last summer or no Final it was the second one i still three. oh did that happen when in the, that when the the shell falls on the tanning bed and they fly. oh yeah also in um i still know what you did last summer they're on vacation somewhere and one of the girls i think it's like jennifer love hewitt or somebody is in the tanning bed and someone comes in like zip ties it closed or something and turns it all the way up which i've never seen a tanning bed where you can turn up the heat i've never seen that no that's why these that's why these movies are so stupid because it's like the person at the front desk works it and it's like all automatic like you don't eat well this was like they're on vacation at some resort where you could do like you could go in there and tan so it wasn't anybody working it uh but it was just funny because she's like screaming and pounding on it like she's frying to death. It just it doesn't make any sense. That's not how it works. It's not how any of this works. No. Uh, man. Um, well, after our 20 minute conversation about tanning. <laughs> Candace decides to call Gator J 231 Southside God. Uh, shout out to Gator J who also follows the podcast. Oh, my God. No, please don't tell me that because I want to say things you can so say bad. You want to say look what I say. OK, about these people. Come on. So when you were texting me about which episode we were going to talk about, I was like, oh, is that the one where um, Gator 69 comes to visit? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can remember. Gator 69. Like, his name is so absurd. I know it's been a few years since this came out. I wonder if he's still dumb enough to go by that name. Yeah, that's what his Instagram thing is. What a fucking nerd. <laughs> Gator J, you're a nerd. Give me a break. And the next episode is when Gus and Candace get into a huge fight because Gus is like, I'm not going to call another man God. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, re- I remember that. I, I'm sorry. Um, Candace has awful taste in men. If she would choose Gator sixty nine over Kodai, and she's so mad that Cody is flirting with other women at the bar and stuff. Like, why shouldn't he? You have you've expressed that you have no interest in him whatsoever. I think the only you don't want to date him. She was mad. This is how I viewed it. I think the only reason she was mad is because he was trying to make her mad. Like, he was purposely trying to piss her off, and she's like, okay, you're making it, like, a a huge thing now. Yeah, but you, in that situation, you're not supposed to show them that they're making you mad. You're supposed to act like you don't care. I know. I would have, I would have acted exactly <laughs> like her, though, like, when I was 22, you know? Like, and, like, you go to the bar, like, sober, and you're like, okay, I'm not going to act like I care. And then you end up getting drunk, and you're like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Fuck you, Cody, you know? Yeah. But, you know, she's not showing any interest in him. She doesn't want to go on a date. She's all into Gator 69. It's just... she If she would choose Gator 69 over... <laughs> I'm just going to call him that forever. <laughs> Um, over, uh, Cody. Like, that's just stupid. Cody's a nice guy. I, I agree, but I think that, you know, she calls Gator J and, like, asks him, and he's like, no, like, unless 
you want me going on a date with someone here, then you don't do it. So she's like, well, I don't want you doing that, so I won't do it either, which she should have just said to him, like, let's be open for now, you know? So she could have. She didn't want to be open. She wanted him to commit to her. That's why she told him she was going on a date. That's why she told him. It had nothing to do with, like, respecting him or whatever. It was like, oh, I'm going on a date. Knowing that he'd be like, uh, no, you're not. You're not going on a date. You're mine. Because she wanted that commitment from him and he had never expressed it before. That's my opinion. The other thing that kind of comes into this, the like, the whole factor of everything is Gus talked about this. Like, because Candace has said this lots of times Cody, you never, like, she says at the end of this episode to him, like, you never call me, you never talk to me when we're not here, so that's why it's bugging me, because you never showed an interest in me, and Mm -hmm. Gus was, like, when he was going on one of his, like, Twitter rampages, he said that when Candace constantly says that to Cody, she means that Cody's gay, and he's only acting like he likes her in front of the camera to, because he doesn't want to come out on camera. okay. But, like, what does it matter? And Gus and Cody are, like, friends. Like, I think Cody and Kirk are, like, the only two people Gus and Amy are the only people that Gus actually, like, likes right now. Um, So have we heard anything else about if the show is actually canceled, like Gus was saying? I I think that they have footage, because I know they filmed Nilsa's wedding. So I think that they have footage that they're probably going to air. I think... And then I think it might be canceled after that. But nothing has been confirmed. However, they did film a new show called Buckhead Shore. And uh, it's... Where's Buckhead? Atlanta. The show was filmed in, in Atlanta. Oh, wow. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. So, I I don't know. <clears throat> Nothing's been confirmed or denied yet. Maybe they'll just do a wedding special for Nilsa. That's what I was kind of thinking. Maybe they'll do a wedding special. Instead of a whole season. Or they'll do one season where it's filmed, unfortunately, like Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Which, by the way, I read an article the other day because I was just like Googling random things. And it was, uh-huh. and I have no idea why this hasn't gotten more press, but the the season of Jersey Shore Family Vacation that's airing right now on TV when they were filming it because they filmed it at like a random resort in Florida one of the workers who was working at the resort when they were filming did an interview with this blog and they said that when the cameras would go away they would all just sit on their phones and go their separate ways and not even talk to each other and all their meals that they have together are actually staged and that they've all eaten separately by themselves before so that when they come down and talk the food and the drinks are just kind of in front of them just to like be there I was like whoa they like don't even talk to each other like it doesn't surprise me but it's like I don't know they've done this so many times it must get boring it's you know such a fucking fake show it pisses me off I haven't watched it in like at least the last three seasons the last time that I watched it they were at like they went to some cowboy place was this when Snooki and was Ronnie there yeah when him and Snooki got like really drunk and then Snooki found out she was pregnant right after I don't remember her finding out she was pregnant. Was but... it for Mike's like bachelor party and then they invited Lauren to come and surprise him? Yes. Yeah. yeah and they were in like cabins and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Dino was pregnant. Yeah. 
That was the last time I watched it. How long ago that was, was that? When like it, that was years? when it was still good. <laughs> That's the last time I watched it, yeah. I just, I don't know. It just seems boring now. They're all, like, pushing 40. It's like, all right, let's do something. I don't know. I was happy when they brought back Family Vacation, when they uh, when they brought the show back as Family Vacation. But I think it's over now. I think it's run its course. No, a, a thousand percent. I the only reason I watch it is because obviously I have a podcast on it and I keep up with it. But right. like it's okay. So today's Thursday actually, and it's airing tonight. And tonight's episode, Mike, the situation gets baptized by Uncle Nino, and I want to shoot myself in the face, just like saying those Uncle words. Nino. <laughs> like, what is he being baptized in? You know, sin. Okay, it's like why would Uncle like Nino baptize anyone? Storyline that Mike and Lauren want to get their son baptized, but the church won't do it because Mike doesn't have his baptism records, so he has to get rebaptized to prove that he was baptized. So he wants Uncle Nino to do it because you know that is so stupid. They want to torture me, so that's dumb. No, it's so dumb, and then. The whole thing, the only like somewhat interesting storyline was Angelina and Chris's relationship. And the whole thing is like she doesn't know if she wants to file for divorce or not. But then it just came out that he filed for divorce. So we already know what happened. You know, it's just like their relationship never made sense to me. They didn't even seem like they liked each other from day one. They were just always talking shit to each other and not in a fun way, like not in a jokey, fun, playful way. Just like they just seemed like they hated each other from the very beginning. It doesn't make sense that they even got married. At least they don't have kids, right? No. They never had kids. That's good. I think that. At least there's that. I don't know. I've heard that Angelina's. I had somebody reach out to me who has a tie to Angelina and they said that she is like a complete nightmare in real life she seems like a nightmare i don't i wouldn't want to be her friend no no she's like desperate drama for me. she's so desperate to be liked and i i don't know that desperation i, I like watching just... her on tv though she's honestly on that show she's the only person that i like enjoy watching fully and um I, you know, I say this all the time that I think that they should end the show and put Angelina on Real Housewives of New Jersey because I think she belongs. She's so dramatic and so good at stirring the pot within a group of friends and coming yeah. up with stuff out of nowhere. And like, I, I just think she'd be a perfect MTV housewife. probably has some kind of contract with them where they can't go to different networks though well apparently for however long who's on real housewives of new jersey because her and snooki are Mm -hmm. friends in real life and apparently she asked andy cohen like tons of times to bring on snooki and andy cohen's like nope nope he won't even like have her on his show or anything he like wants nothing to do with it so who knows i don't know i i feel like they all can just kind of retire now I agree with that. Polly D can still yeah. DJ and tour and do his thing. Yeah. And like Snooki has her shops and Dina can just like live in, you know. By I her... forgot Snooki had her shops. Did, are they still doing well? Yeah. And she just on her podcast, oh, wow. she announced that like she needs to like hire people for her new location. She's like, come work for me. I'm like, oh, cool. In new Jersey. I tried to listen to her podcast a couple times. Oh, it wasn't horrible. quite for me. 
It's horrible. Same thing with Mike. Mike and Lauren's podcast. Oh, I was like, mm, my God. Boring. Their podcast is something else. Just not into it. Like, I don't. Uh, they're not podcast people. Okay. Snooki is awful at podcasting. The only reason why her podcast is somewhat enjoyable is because of Joey, who is a professional podcaster he does a, po- a podcast with barstool sports now he's entertaining yeah and he, you could tell like you he put you could tell he puts in all the work about what they're gonna talk about and everything and she and she's yep. just kind of like uh-huh uh-huh and he'll like talk about celebrity gossip and she'll be like oh my god like i don't even know who these people are like she's not Whatever. All she does is like talk about getting drunk at her daughter's cheerleading competitions and how her and Gianni don't sleep in the same bed. <laughs> like that is so. Do you think they're? I mean, that is a big problem. Not sleeping in the same bed. That seems like divorce is coming. Why don't they sleep in the same bed? This is I. I don't have kids, so I don't know. I can't judge this or not. But apparently, she sleeps with their daughter, and he sleeps with Lorenzo. And Lorenzo's like nine years old. That's insane. That is insane. My kid never slept with me. I never slept with. Actually, I mom. used to let her sleep with me one night a week, um, which would be Friday night. We every Friday night we did family movie night. We used to go to like Blockbuster when it still existed. Uh, R.I.P. And rent a Disney movie. Yep, we would rent a Disney movie. Then we'd go across the street, and we'd get a little Caesar's pizza. That actually sounds really good right now. Um, <laughs> and so we'd have pizza and we'd watch a movie and then we'd have a sleepover and she'd sleep in my bed with me one night a week. And that stopped years ago. So it's, that's crazy. People should not be sleeping with their kids when they're that old. And at the at the cost of at the expense of your marriage and your intimacy, not a good sign. Honestly, like. I think it's like my hairdresser who said this to me once when we were talking about like people who have like families and stuff like that. She's always like, she's uh-huh. like, people put the kids first and that's like the worst mistake you can make. Like you have to put your marriage first because like without your marriage, there's no family at all. And I'm like, exactly. Oh, I never thought of it that way. I mean, not that that affects my life at all, but I, Snooki claims that her and Gianni are still like intimate. She gives them like a blowjob every night before bed and stuff like that. Oh, bullshit. I agree. Bullshit. After after 10 years together, she's giving him a, a blowjob every night. Well, that is such bullshit. And three kids. I think. Give me a break. I think that they're the type of. And what's in it for her? Who wants to give a dude a blowjob every night? There's nothing in it for you. I know. I just think that they're. If they were to ever get divorced, it's not going to be for, like, a very long time. Like, they're both very traditional people, mm-hmm. and um, both of their family beliefs are, like, very strong. And I think that they would not get a divorce until the kids are older. I think that they're in, they're both in it for the long run, no matter what happens. Well, I mean, yeah, there's worse, there's worse things to commit to, so that's good. And, like, I don't know, I think that if Gianni hasn't left her yet or you know or she hasn't left him yet it, they never will like because you know i'm finishing up uh, season two of snooki and jaywow and i i watched 
the rest of the episodes that I have left the other day. And Gianni has one talking head and it's when Snooki goes out drinking for the first time since she had Lorenzo and she gets wasted and she's like making out with Ryder. Her and Wow are making out. She's like, <sighs> she's like insane. And he gets mad at her and he has a talking head and he's like, people will come up to me in the street and be like, why are you still with her after that Italy season? He's like, look at what she did to me in Italy. Look at the rumor that like Mike, the rumor with her and Mike, I still took her side. I stayed with her. People will ask me all the Mm -hmm. time what I even like see in her and stuff. And he's like, I stay with her because I love her. And like, he's a dick to her and he gets mad at her. But I don't know. I I don't think he's going to leave her. Could be worse. Yeah. I think he knows that he like who she is on the inside. And I think he really loves her for who she is. And understands that a lot of the wildness of her is just for the show. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that that's part of the reason why they've stayed together. Yeah, I agree with that. And, like, when she tells him that she, like, made out with Jenny or whatever, she sends him a text because she doesn't want to tell him to his face. And... (sighs) MTV blurred out half the text but it's still like eligible and she's like they're making me tell you something on camera please don't get mad I know you're gonna get mad but can we talk about it after the cameras leave yeah that's crazy yeah that's crazy anyways yeah I wouldn't want to be told something like that through text I don't know. Oh, I know. But On national What do you television. do if you're her? What do you do if you're her? Are you like, are you going to warn him before that you're going to? You just have to say it, I guess. You just, I don't know. She, I mean, she did try to warn him before. Oh. I don't know. What, what shore, what shore show are we talking about today? I know. I could literally <laughs> talk about Snooki and Gianni for hours. All right. I know. Okay. Queens of Tangents. Okay, let's talk about them, like, wait, one second. Where are we in this episode? Okay, so we talked about Cody trying, like, Candace agreeing to go on the date with Cody. Yeah, and then then talking to Gator69 Mm -hmm. and him having an issue with it, and then she cancels with with Kodai. That's so sad. And Cody it's goes mean. to the gym with Gus because he's like, get, he's all excited. Let's get a pump on for this date. You know, he actually yeah. did good at the gym. I was like, whoa, he's he actually like did better than he, he did the clapping push up. I know. I, was like, I, can't what? Do what I can't do that shit. And I work out, I work my ass off in the gym, like almost every day. I was shocked when I saw that. <laughs> like who can just like, who like doesn't work out and can just do a fucking clapping push-up i think it was what the just, hell is like, that drunk and momentum like he like went, Man, he went to the gym a couple like natty lights deep and he's just like you know what just I can, I can do this you know it was so funny when he said natural i'll stop drinking natural light at some point in the episode <laughs> and i was like i've never heard anyone call it a natural light do you know that he I've has... I've only ever heard it called a natty light he has a tattoo <laughs> of the logo on his ass <gasps> Ew. What a weirdo. Are you surprised, though? No. No. Um, It was funny, though, because the next morning, like, when they were talking about how Candace canceled on Cody, Kirk compared Mm -hmm. it to the Josh and Nilsa incident from season one. And I'm like, that's... It is kind of the same thing. 
Well, so Josh denied Nilsa or Nilsa denied Josh? I can't remember. Remember Josh and Nilsa were supposed to go on the date and then he like she she said that she called her ex-husband or whatever and then he like she went upstairs to get ready and he thought about it and then when she came down he's, he's like, like no never mind he's like i don't think you're ready for this i don't want to go on this date anymore <laughs> oh god that is messed up he was just trying to get back at her for that he was punishing her for that otherwise he would have um gone and not cared don't you think yeah I mean, I I don't know. I kind of saw where he was coming from a little bit, though. He's like, she was literally just talking about her ex-husband and how she was like, just, she wasn't over him. So why am I going to like pursue her and get feelings for her? I don't know. I don't know. Eh, he's, a, he's a Bioni, so, you know, we only. Yeah, a douche, total douche. Um, That's for sure. Okay, so. Cody, they they're like getting ready to go to this like night out, and Cody tells Kirk that he wants to find a black girl to make Candace jealous with. I was shook when uh-huh. I heard that. I forgot he yeah. said that. Yikes! That didn't age well. Uh, and once again, Nilsa's makeup looks absolutely horrible. I didn't even notice it. You don't notice, her but I was makeup. watching on my phone. Oh. I was watching on my phone, so I probably didn't get a good enough view. She did this until like the recent seasons like her her face oh she like looked yellow yeah. or something maybe it was the maybe it was the lighting just didn't go well with because you put your makeup on in the bathroom in the mirror with the ba- bathroom lighting and then you've got like camera lighting on you i know but you would think that like i don't know you think that she would figure it out a little better yeah, after the first season. Yeah, it just, it it looks like when you buy a foundation that's too dark for your skin, and then you put it on light skin, and it just has that weird green, mm-hmm. like, undertone to it. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I can never, but in, in her defense, I can never find the right foundation color for my skin, ever. I just went through, like, three new foundations, like returning them to Ulta and trying something new and it's either like too light or too pink or too dark and I can never figure it out so I might need some of those foundation drops or something that you can mix to get the right color that's what I'm thinking but I always just keep multiple shades and then I oh and then I feel like I can like mix them and whatever that's true. I bet maybe if I use the lighter one and then the darker one, I could get the right shade. It's so hard. You can never find the right color for your skin. No, I know. And you don't want to have that line around your face or your yeah, neck. Yeah, I know. Ugh. <laughs> so hard being a woman. First world problems. Seriously, though. Okay, so everyone like goes out. Gus is absolutely hammered. Like... Like, how much did he drink before they even left? He hasn't even, they haven't even gotten to the club yet. He's, like, ready to puke. He's, like, he was pouring Tito's into a cup, just, like, pouring it straight and drinking it and then chasing it with Red Bull. I've never been, I've never drank like that before. Never. Really? Ever? (laughs) No. 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 You have to do at least once in your life. No, thank you. I watch these people and I'm, like... That doesn't look like fun at all. No. It's just... That's not fun. Oh, God. You have to be on, like, Cody's level. 
Well, I was gonna say, and then when Cody's fucking like puke and rally and making out with all these girls, like I want to throw up just knowing that that man has just puked his brains out and is out there making out with girls. Yeah. So disgusting. Yeah. But whatever. And he makes out with everyone. Like the only reason people are making out with him is because he's on MTV, right? Yeah. You wouldn't make out with Cody if you were drunk at a bar, would you? I, I wouldn't would make out with like re like this past season cody if i just met him because like he got his teeth fixed oh, and like he got a nose ring oh. and like he looks like he looks good now i feel like he found what okay i'm gonna him. have to google i'm gonna have to look that up then yeah. okay all right but no it's always the cut off shirts though they always have these like shirts that they literally cut the sleeves off <laughs> i know i'm not into that okay when gus is like hammered he's in the cab and he's like laying down and like okay d- please tell me you noticed like how jeremiah was with him when all of this was going on because i've never seen two straight men like i've uh-huh. never seen a guy take care of his guy friend like like men don't do this shit so gus um, is wasted. Yeah. he's like laying down in the cab like sitting but laying his body down and uh Kirk is like trying to get him to get up and he's like there's hella baby girls in the club right now Gus and Gus like sits right up it was really funny but then of course he like leans out the cabin just starts puking his guts out and Jeremiah's like it's okay you guys go in the club I'll take him home I'll I'll make sure that Gus gets home okay and it's the most bizarre thing ever it's like a Gus can go back to the house by himself he's not dying he just needs to like, yeah produ- production is driving yeah you. it's not like he won't be safe I, okay even that even then like i understand being like okay like I'll, I'll go back home with you like i don't really feel like going out anyways whatever but the way that jeremiah was like had, had his arm around him was like rubbing his back i saw that he brought him like a tea or something i'm like what like ex- jeremiah yeah. what are you doing so when I saw this scene, it immediately reminded me of how you said, like, there's all these rumors that they're, like, kind of, it's a little bit sexual deeper than tension. a friendship and, like, sexual tension. That's exactly what I thought of when I saw this scene. I was like, oh, yeah, I see it now. Because it was totally weird that he, well, I can understand leaving the club, just being like, all right, I'm going to need to go home with my friend, make sure he's okay. But it was a different vibe. It was like, I'll take care of you. I'll. It wasn't just like, hey, man, here, go get in bed. You'll be fine. It was like, I'll take care of you. It It was almost romantic, honestly. I've Yeah, I've never seen a guy. And it's not even like Gus like was so fucked up that he couldn't even stand. Like he was he was standing up and puking like he could walk on his own. And even when they were walking in the house, like he could walk fine. And Jeremiah was like had his arm around him and was like holding him up. And it's like, Jeremiah, what are you doing? The boy is fine. Give him some space. I don't know if he's like in love with him or if Jeremiah is just a fucking socially awkward homeschool kid. I can't tell. No, I 100% think that there was, was and I don't know if it was on both sides. And I, I was going to say, do you think it's reciprocate, reciprocated by Gus? Okay, the the thing that I read a long time ago on Reddit, which I kind of, this this person's post convinced me, it was something like, Jerem- you can tell that Jeremiah had feelings towards him that were more than like a friendship. 
and maybe maybe stuff did go down with them because like they live together and like and maybe the and but gus when when they're together on screen gus comes off like straight and jeremiah doesn't if that makes sense so this person kind of thinks that jeremiah had feelings for gus they might have hooked up a couple times the feelings weren't reciprocated because gus is straight and that's why jeremiah kicked him to the curb and was like no never mind you're not a part of my family anymore you did this to me and that's why jeremiah like cut him off and that's why gus is like so upset yeah maybe something happened and maybe maybe jeremiah thought it was going to be reciprocated and Gus was like, man, what the fuck are you doing? Like, if he tried to kiss him or something. Yeah. And then it was just awkward and uncomfortable. By the way, and... I just want to say, this is all, like, allegedly speculation. None of oh, this yeah. is just, like, fan fiction. Like, I don't... Yeah, we don't know. I don't want any of these people coming after me with a friggin' Yeah. NBA. It just... It did seem like almost a romantic moment watching the episode. Yeah. It, it like, was that's how strange. That's what you would want your boyfriend to do. You'd want him to, like, leave the club with you, take you home, make you something to drink, check on you. Yeah. Yeah, like, even with, like, you know, like, one of my, like, girlfriends or something, like, holding my hair back or something, like, that's something you see girls Mm -hmm. do. Girls go to the bathroom with each other at parties, stuff like that. It's not really a bro It wouldn't have been weird if it was, if it was the girls, yeah. Yeah, I, Jeremiah was just something else in that whole situation. Yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, so while they're at the club, uh, Courtney doesn't go with them because she has Logan come over and have a chat because logan got mad at her because she was on the phone with him and god forbid jeremiah lives in the same house as her he was just laughing in the back and logan was being a dick and i don't i don't know logan's like a nothing to me there's a couple really good episodes with him in it but like he's a psycho the only thing that i really have to say about this is how he literally gaslit her and i know that that is such an overused term but she literally Mm -hmm. said like you screamed at me the other day and like that's not cool and he goes it's just normal for people to fight it's like (laughs) what's not normal to scream at your girlfriend over nothing i know he is very scary um seeing this episode which of course i didn't like him the first time i watched this episode but knowing what we know now about logan is like this is the type of guy that murders his girlfriend oh yeah like he's fucking crazy and he will murder you and bury your body in the desert. Like he's very scary. Um, so I'm very glad that she's not with him anymore. But this was definitely interesting to see knowing what we know now about him. Yeah. I wonder what he's up to these days. I haven't even like tried to look him up or anything. He's probably got a new girlfriend that he's abusing. Uh unfortunately and like the next episode courtney goes to meet up with her mom and her mom and her best friend and they like tell her all this stuff about logan that like he's been lying about having a job because he's supposed to be working for her best friend's dad or something and he like walked off the job site and he just never told courtney he's crazy it's so scary when like how you could be like dating somebody and like you know nothing about them like so fucked yeah well and those type of guys they love bomb you they try to be like super amazing and wonderful and funny and sweet and all of this stuff and then 
all of a sudden they're screaming at you. They're gaslighting you. Mm-hmm. That's how the abuse all starts. He's fucking crazy pants. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay. So basically, Candace, they're in the car ride home from the night. Candace is in the taxi and she tells Amy that Cody is only nice to her to make her jealous. And Amy is like, everyone's just drunk and Amy starts crying and she's like, why would he say that? And then it's so funny when they get back to the house and Cody sees that because Cody's in a different taxi and he sees that Amy's upset when they'll get there. And he's like, why is she upset? And Nilsa tells him and he's like, I never said that. And then it shows the flashback of him saying that. (laughs) Like, this is when I wish they broke they would break the fourth wall because I'm listening to this and watching it and I'm like, I wish she would just say, you realize that all of this is being fucking recorded, right? Like you realize that when this episode airs, they're going to play the clip of you saying that. Why are you fucking lying? The thing is, though, I don't think that Cody even remembered saying that because he was so I was just so gonna drunk. ask you that. Like I Yeah. And this is it's the exact same thing as season one with Nilsa's friend and Gus and Jeremiah and the bet. How he's like, oh they have a bet to see who could get her. And then he's like, I never said there was a bet. I just genuinely <laughs> think he's gets so drunk and doesn't realize doesn't even realize he said it. Yeah. yeah. I do like I like when the fourth wall is broken. So I wish that more uh reality shows would do that now i agree with that um even like i'm trying to think of when floribama did it before covid when nilsa gets arrested there's like a moment where when she's like kicking the window out of the out of the door oh yeah the producer's like asking her to stop or whatever yeah um I, that was a crazy episode. I remember that. Oh, that she was like scary in that episode. Her eyes were like insane. She got the same look that my brother gets when he drinks. I call it the no soul look. And it's like, Holy the shit. eyes are just like this and they don't move and they have the same expression on them the whole time. And it's like, yep, you're in the middle of a oh, blackout right now. That's terrifying. Yeah, she was really trying to kick out that window. And like, what do you think you're going to accomplish with this? You think you're going to kick out the window and then escape? Like, come on. Mm. oh man people just don't think in moments like that it's insane i don't know i when that aired i remember thinking she did that on purpose because she wanted to like get arrested for the attention i don't know who the hell wants to be arrested well she's on a i guess if you know that mtv is gonna you know mtv is gonna bail you out i guess she didn't like hurt anyone she just didn't she just like get thrown in the drunk tank I was going to say, they probably threw her in the drunk tank and MTV bailed her out mm-hmm. and then it was good for the show. Eh, you're probably right. I mean, I was going to ask you if you've ever been in the drunk tank, but I think I know the No, answer. I've never been arrested. I've never been in trouble for the anything. Drunk, have the you? The drunk tank's like not really being arrested, though. That's just like you have to spend the night in the drunk tank. Oh, you don't get like booked and everything? It's I don't just think a so. holding place? I've been threatened oh. by a cop before to put me in the drunk tank, but I, I didn't okay. actually have to go. My... My best friend, Jamie, though, she uh, she told me she had to go to the drunk tank once and she had to call her dad in the morning to pick her up. And she was wearing like the sluttiest, like shortest dress, oh, God. And, like, highest heels from the club, like biggest walk. That is so funny. <laughs> I yeah, I have never been that drunk in public before. 
Usually when I was getting super drunk, I was at a friend's house in their garage playing beer pong or something. So I've never really been that drunk in public before. Wow. So, Well, yeah, you know, there's a first time for everything, so. Oh, is there? Okay. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, honestly like I fucking love getting drunk so much, but I just hate the next day so much now. Like, oh, I bet. Like, I miss the days of when I could just, like, go out and, like, I thought a hangover was just, like, being a little thirsty in the morning. Like, I didn't realize how bad it could get, you know? Yeah. I was going to say I I hadn't had a hangover until I was 24. And my ex-husband and I went to Fort Collins, which is a total um, college town, and hung out with a bunch of college kids. And we went to hookah bars and we went to other bars and... I had a hangover from hell the next day. That was my first time having a hangover. And I was like, yeah, I can't fucking hang with the college kids anymore. I'm too fucking old now. 24. That's not even. Yes. I don't know. I feel like I got my first like really bad hangover when I was like 27. Like even 24, I feel like I could still. Yeah, it wasn't until like pretty recently, I don't think. But now it's like. But I don't really drink. I never really have been much of a... Well, other than, like, from the time I was, like, 21 to 22. Other than that, I used I drink, like, every weekend then. But other than that, I really haven't. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I don't know. I love drinking, but I just can't do it anymore, so... Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Cody, the episode just ends with Cody and Candace getting into this fight... <laughs> And uh, Cody tells her he went out there looking for a badass black chick to make Candace jealous. Oh he my says God. that to her. her Stop saying these her things. Face when he said that to her, she was like, "Excuse me." He's making himself look so fucking bad in these moments when he says these things. And then the funny thing is that he'll wake up the next morning with like the, you know, like the hangover remorse and you know like if he even remembers he said it yeah like the one episode that always sticks out in my mind for that is when him and gus almost get into a fight because he calls like gus's girlfriend a bitch or something and gus like goes insane on him and then and then the next morning he like goes to gus literally crying and he's like i'm so fucking sorry gus i'm so sorry I don't like it when men cry over stuff that's not cry cry worthy. <laughs> like if I'm leaving you, please cry. But other than that, know, the only time if somebody you're allowed died, to cry, you can cry. Your mom dies, you're allowed to cry. Mm-hmm. When you see me walking, yeah. No, if we're if we're getting married and I see you start crying, I'm turning the other way. You're not allowed to cry. Oh no, I want I yeah I no I wanted I wanted Ryan to cry. We didn't do like the wedding thing, but. I was like, you better muster up some fucking tears <laughs> if you see me looking all beautiful coming down the aisle to you. But we didn't do that, so I didn't get a chance to make him cry. But, you know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think... If you were getting married and your husband was crying at the end of the aisle, you'd be turned off? Or would you be like, oh, he loves me he's so much that he's I crying? I think I would be laughing so hard. Out That's, of, like, you nerves. probably would. Like, every... That yeah. Dude, whenever I watch people getting married, I'm like, I don't think I could ever do this. Like a group of everyone you know just staring at you, being like, it's kind of weird. It's, I don't. Yeah, th- I would have to be wasted. I think honestly, when you think about it, it's kind of weird. It's like you're standing in front of people, 
saying your vows and a lot of people will write their own vows. It's like you're telling your husband Mm -hmm. or wife something very intimate and loving and you're dedicating your life to each other. And there's like 50 people sitting there watching you. That just seems so weird to me. I I feel like I'd want to say my vows privately just between the two of us. Yeah, I agree with that. It's weird when you think about it. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. I never wanted to have a wedding because it's like, why would I want to spend tens of thousands of dollars for other people to have fun at a party? I'd rather take all that money and go on a badass honeymoon. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd rather go on a wicked vacation or like buy a house or something. Mm-hmm. All, all that planning for like your catering and your colors and your this and your that and your bridesmaid dress. That sounds horrible. That never sounded like a good time to me. Unless you're on a reality never. show and they're paying for your wedding and you can do whatever you want. Then like in that case, go nuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do like a Mike and Lauren. Their wedding was beautiful. Yeah, it was. I wonder how much their wedding costs. At least a million, right? I mean, MTV paid for it and... You know, obviously this goes without saying, but that's why they did that like stupid dance is because MTV's like, we'll pay for it under these conditions. And it's like, yeah, why did they like, why does they they, like, why does Sally and Salsano think that that's what we want to see? When people fell in love with Jersey Shore because it was the most authentic thing on TV. So why do we want to see shit like that? It drives me crazy. Well, I think it was also during that time when you were seeing a lot of that kind of stuff on online. You were seeing a lot of people dancing down the aisle, a lot of people doing um, different types of first dances. All that stuff was going viral, you know, like instead of the sweet, slow first dance, you were seeing some stupid choreography and people that can't dance and everyone laughing and clapping for them. That's probably why. God, shoot me now. It was a sign of the times. I know. Fuck that. No way. <sighs> Stupid. I know. Whenever I see that, it's like, uh, bride. It's so cheesy. Bride, dan- bride gives groom lap dance to Beyonce song. I, I'm like, man, I that makes me cringe so much. Like, mm-hmm. I would rather, <laughs> I'd rather pull Such my toenails off one behavior. by one and pull some shit like that to me. It's so weird. There's so many people watching you. It's like, give your husband a lap dance when you get back to your hotel room. Oh, I know. We don't all need to watch this. It's weird. It was kind of funny and interesting the first time I saw a video of people dancing down the aisle or when they did the first first dance choreography video. But after you see a hundred of them, it's like, okay, well, you're not like you're not being smart and individual you're just copying everyone else and it's cheesy so that's that yeah huh all right well that's that (laughs) yep so candace and gator 69 are in a committed relationship Mm -hmm. kodai's heartbroken gus is puking (laughs) jeremiah is in love with him nilsa's salty and also wasted yeah with a bad makeup yeah yeah, it was a good one. I liked it. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Anytime. Do you want to hey. talk about your podcast? Yes. Uh, my podcast is Resting Bitch Face. You can find it pretty much anywhere you listen. And on Instagram, I'm at Resting Bitch Pod. And Justine's on there all the time with me. So come listen to our episodes too. Hell yeah. And we just put out yeah. a really good one. 
We talked about yes. Thousand Pound Best Friends. It's so weird to say that I still want to like say Thousand Pound Sisters. Well, we so we did Thousand Pound Best Friends, Thousand Pound Sisters. We talked a little bit about Sister Wives, 600 Pound Life. Um, we talked about everything. That was a fun episode. We just uh, put that one out today. So you can go over to my feed and listen to it. Okay, well, thank you so much, and we'll talk soon. Okay, thank you. Bye.